We're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be Jordan. You could be Scotty. I'll carry you through. Right, we more like Shaq. Cool. Me. Oh, I was like, I'm not Shaq. Why, because he big? Mm-mm, I'm a gazelle. Shaq was a gazelle when he got into the league. No, that nigga That's what made a... him different. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, this is this big locomotive motherfucker mm-hmm. running down the court, dunking on niggas. Yeah, that was a moose with gazelle. Mm. You ever seen a moose in real life? Yeah. That shit huge. Big. Like literally huge. three times your body. Mm-hmm. And then that's just the body. Like then they're, they're tall. And then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they like shake off their antlers? You mean like they break them off? Like after a while and grow new ones? Shout out to that. I saw a video on um, Twitter mm-hmm. about it. Shout out to your timeline that showed that. Yo, my timeline is crazy. I believe it. But it's it's good, wholesome comment um content. Good. It's not. Mm. <laughs> you ready to get this started? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I thought I had the burp. Greg. What's up? Why don't I hear anything? Men are weird. Okay. That's all I got. <clears throat> um, you hear me? Oh, it was in the other ear. Banter. All right. Smile for the camera. Um, my banter question for today is: If social media was a thing. When you was growing up, so back in the 1800s, <laughs> what event do you think would have been different? For me? Huh? Nothing, because I wouldn't use it. You think so? I know so. Okay. My personality, like... When I decided not to use social media, I did the MySpace thing. Mm-hmm. And even at the peak of Facebook, that's when I decided not to do social media. Hmm. And so... You didn't join Facebook when it was like college? When it was just college-based, that's what uh, I was signed up for. Okay. But at that same moment, I signed off too. And that was it. Why did you sign off for social media? Well, did you have the foresight to see what it was going to be? Mm-mm. I just knew how it was affecting me initially, I can be honest. Like, so um, I had the Facebook, but I had changed my name. And I changed my name because it was a party on campus. You went from GG to CC? No, I went to like GG Samity to like Lovable Samity. And I changed how my last name was spelled. And that was because there was a campus party. And they shut down the party. And I happened to get stuck at the party. I was about to jump out the window. And they called me. Yeah, because this is like curfew. Like mm-hmm. People are not supposed to be in people's like rooms. I understand. Um, so they started taking people's names down. I lied about my name. You know, I just act like I wasn't off campus. I didn't have my ID. Um, but kind of found out they were still trying to look for me. 
Yeah, and they found some of the people based off their photos that they found on Facebook, but they couldn't find me, then they finally found me. Did you get in trouble? Yeah, but not like as I thought it was. But they, that's why I changed they it. They was changed really name. looking. And then when I decided to like let go of social media was when I was actually in a relationship. And it was fairly fresh and there was just too many people like either it was like a comment or in my inbox and I didn't like how I was allowing people that I one maybe I didn't even know and people that I may have known to influence or uh, manipulate my relationship I'm like we gonna fuck it up let us us fuck it up I don't need other people to feel like they could fuck it up and I feel like once you provide that information to the world and that's probably why like I was like once you start sharing yourself with the world you are open to criticism you are open to feedback and if you with it then be great but for me I just didn't see it was conducive for me I didn't feel like I needed validation. I didn't feel like I needed to let people know what I was doing when I was doing it. And whoever I wanted to know, I told them. And if not, wait till I send you a picture. And if I don't, it wasn't for you. So I never felt like I needed to share my life with the world ever since then. But that also wasn't one of the greatest relationships either. So maybe if it was a better relationship, I probably would have looked at it differently. But... It was at that moment when I realized, like, I had so much issues in my relationship and there was nothing wrong. It was just what everybody else may have interpreted or said that affected us. So what is your thoughts on social media today? I think it's the same thing, but I just think at this moment, um, I can, I am aware that I can control what I put out into the world. Mm -hmm. And so I don't need to share my whole life. Just because I want to share parts of me. And there's certain parts in my life that I will keep private. I don't think it has to be for everybody. Yeah, but when social media came out, even to this day, you know what people are eating. You know where they're at. You know when they shit it. they choose to share that. But I'm just, but that's the idea already. I know when you go to the gym, Greg. Yeah, because I choose to share that. But that's what I'm saying. It's a choice. The thing when it comes to choices is that people are so used to providing their daily lives to social media because that's what they see. I never did that. I never opened my life to social media that way. So mm-hmm. it's never been something that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. It's nothing that I see is even normal. Even when I have a great experience, I'm like, I'll just have it in my phone and I'll revisit it myself. It's not for everybody. Okay, but how do you build a brand how do you build well now that's why we're here if it wasn't for the podcast i would not be on social media but my thing is okay fair that's the but you that's the only reason why i'm dabbling in social media because of podcasting but the thing is i don't i don't think people could just dabble in social media it's either you're on it or you're not yeah and i have to be on it no, you just said you're dabbling in it because I don't want to be on it. But if you, <laughs> you gotta be on it. Yeah, doesn't mean I want to do it. But my thing is, I think the thing that has changed so much about social media is exactly what you say. You can control if, no, I believe you. You have a human free will. I believe. That you can control what you put on social media, what personality you want to have on social media. Like, it is no longer 
Like there are people who who share every intricate detail of their life. Yeah, and it's always not even real. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like I'm feeding myself with someone that may or may not be real. Why am I doing that? What do you mean feeding yourself? Because that's what's happening when you're intaking media. No, but not if you're following people who are organic. No, because now with Twitter, whatever that's popping up that they think I want to listen, listen to, watch, or read is not it. There's following, like the people, only the people you follow. Okay, well, obviously I'm not. I don't care enough to even set that setting filter on my phone. It's not a setting. Of, it's literally you just so white over. It says it right at the top. Looks like you're spending <laughs> more time on Twitter than I do. I don't care. I, I I can even see how it can be conducive to me because my thoughts and my little short moments of greatness be great. I just tend not to share it. That's I'm working true. on it though. I understand that social media is something I have to do. I understand I need an Instagram. I understand that I, especially now that we go visual, that people want to see me outside of the black background. Okay, maybe they don't. <laughs> Easier for me. I'm okay if you guys just want to okay, listen to me. Revamp the question then. What do you think a, a, a life circumstance, not your life, but something that happened while growing up and social media was a thing that it would have changed it? 9 11. Yo, I thought the same thing. And we probably have different ways of thinking about this okay, stuff. So I want to hear yours first. No, at this point, okay, I talk too much. That's fine. I think we would have made a joke out of it. One thousand percent. We make jokes out of everything. I don't. I can't say that. I, I, my views are totally separate from that. I think that more lives would have been saved. More communication would have been like mm. people would have been able to move a little bit more. You, you, you probably right. In the, the I'm talking about black Twitter makes fun of every situation until you realize that you had a family member in one of those buildings of course that's that's not knowing what we know today but that's what i'm trying to say is that how do you you're talking about that time in a time of social media so even in that moment just i even imagine like watching it seeing it happen knowing that there were people there that couldn't communicate or talk to anybody that were in those buildings like it wasn't funny at first now if you're telling me maybe a couple of months later or whatever sure but when you're still trying to figure out if you heard from your loved one i'm not of course like oh you are definitely serious it's it's, i'm thinking what give me give me your meme what is it what is it oh so many memes just about Give me one, Greg. We can't get canceled. We're here now. We are not here. That is not where I'm going. No, 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 no. Okay. I will tell you off like a really bad Uh, joke. Okay. But my thing is, if you are on Black Twitter and people who are on Black Twitter know what I'm talking about, the most serious situations they make jokes about. Okay. That's your Black Twitter. That's your black Twitter too. Black that Twitter is, is black like Twitter that. in general. No, no, it is. It You're just not on the situation. No. It is all situations. Okay, they've made fun of the the Ukraine crisis. They made fun of World War Three. They've made fun of wait, wait, of wait. Flint. Like 
is it doesn't matter. Black Twitter is ruthless and hilarious. I'm not on that Twitter that views those things. We really have two different Twitters, Carter. <laughs> this is Black Twitter is not just my Twitter. Yes. No. There's all black people ain't the same black people. That is a whole other topic for another day. Because it's the truth. <laughs> so, the black people that I follow may not be the same black people that you follow. Right? I think some of the black people that you follow, that we both follow together, would definitely have made jokes. No. Because I don't even know. You know what? I'm going to unfollow them because it's probably someone that you know first. <laughs> I'm going to go through my list. I don't even have that many people that follow, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm just going to follow them. You know what? <laughs> You're right. And I'm not even going to in- indulge in that conversation. Over it. Let's move on. What is yours, Greg? Oh, that was it. It was definitely 9-11. Yeah, I just feel like it was <laughs> It was 1,000% 9-11. I think people would have like saw something happen someone would have saw a tweet someone would have saw something happen on instagram like people would have been able to like move and make it and see that it was real and not something that was just happening okay mm. <laughs> we use definitely use social media for two different things one thousand percent yo i just think people there are there's just some people with some dark sense of humors in this world. I'm not saying that I'm not one of them. I'm just You do just, not have a dark sense of humor. Okay. Look You you just tried to serious out 9-11 in black Twitter. Because my black Twitter doesn't do that. It does. No, Greg, my, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You can't tell me what's on my timeline. It's not that's no. You thinking of black Twitter because you're black and it's your Twitter. No, there is literally black Twitter. Okay. So you're saying that I happen to be black and I happen to be on Twitter and I happen to follow black people on Twitter and that's not the black Twitter. No, that's not black Twitter. Right, because the black Twitter that you're on is the black Twitter. No, that's not what I'm saying either. What are you saying? There is literally, you've never heard of black Twitter? Yes. What do you think black Twitter is? You think it's the people that you follow that are black? That's not black Twitter. So it's people that we think that are black that we follow? No, it's, it's... from my understanding, it's just a group, a group of people that you think are that are black. black. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here because now you're talking about Twitter, but it has no face. So go ahead. It does. It's a bird. Tweet, tweet. Mm. Please, let's get into topics. Right? Just start the episode because it's over. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. What? It doesn't. You don't have any logic to me. How don't I have logic? Because when you say like, is there a uh, a follow like I'm supposed to be like Black Twitter and like follow. Yes, it's actually a, a um a hashtag that you no, can follow. No hashtag. I'm talking about like a page. It, yes, there is. Got it. And that's why you're on there and I'm not. But you. So, but how can you say I don't have logic? Because I don't need to hashtag Black Twitter to know that the Black people that I surround myself and what their thoughts are. 
I'm not saying that you do. And why, why don't you take into account that Twitter in itself, all I can do is put a hashtag and I will be in the algorithms and I can be any type of shade of color. I'm not saying that you can't, but I'm. T- but from what my understanding of what black Twitter is, yes. it has nothing to do with the people that you follow. Got it. It's just the idea of the diaspora of black individuals and their common thoughts. Yes, like mad people around the world who are black and they put hashtag black twitter and if you look if you click on that hashtag or if you follow that um that topic mm-hmm. it is very hilarious it's okay. super ruthless I, i'm not gonna do that but that's black twitter okay so i'm not on black twitter there you go there we go it's stank shit that stank it don't smell good my shit been smelling pretty good lately This is too much. This is every week, bro. I'm ready. Just of this conversation is that I'm right and y'all wrong. Group, 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 Conversation with Greg and Gigi. I'm the person that talk first. Um, group, 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 G. Hi, everyone. What up, Gigi? How you doing? Good know with Greg. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. Okay. Tell us about your week. It was. Very interesting to say the least. Definitely started up on a high note. Um, I've got some things accomplished that I didn't think that I was able to do. So shout out to that. Um, but also I'm finding out a lot of things about me. And how I respond to individuals. Hmm. And how maybe my personality may not be always how can I put this I know that I have sound mind I know that people enjoy talking to me and sharing their thoughts but sometimes I think people think it's just a little bit too okay to share their thoughts with me and it's not that like I want to not tell people to share their but it, it's neither here nor there. My week was cool. Um, <laughs> I have realized that I want more. Mm. Um, and more and more that I've been like trying to work through this, whatever that's happening right now. Like, I see more value in myself that I probably haven't seen in a while and I think it's because a lot of things have been taken away from me 
and knowing that things that I thought meant more to me because I had them or or they were around me, but once they were stripped away, I was really kind. Of, I was able to see my value in myself and how much me being in spaces add value. Hmm. I'm not saying I didn't see before because I'm a little narcissistic, but it's humbling to still see that when you have nothing to see that your value is not what you have, but who you are. And I think that there's a lot of people that probably already understand that, but I think there's a lot of people that may need to go through that to really see it. And I think that's dope. I met, especially today, today I met a lot of dope people today. I won't go into detail because I don't want to incriminate anyone. And, but I had, I had a decent day. It started off, meh, but now we're here. How are you, girl? I finished. Me. Um, what did you ask me? How are you? Un- unnecessary. Obviously, you don't listen to me. I, do- I thought you said, how was your week? But you just asked, how was I? That's different. How was your week? See, now that's How's- the question. That's not that's not even funny. I wasn't I didn't say it. it but okay. it's the camera. I was people can, people can mouth. What if what if a deaf person is watching? They know how to read lips. Wow. You read that? Wow, canceled. I told them that I I know. I think I I'm a, I don't care. Um so my like had a really good week. Um, I've been this week. Wednesday was rough. What's the yeah? Wednesday was rough. That's yesterday. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> breaking the fifth wall and shit. Damn. Um. Yeah. Wednesday was rough. I don't really like the fifteenth at all. Um, Why? Just don't. Just um, in all months or no, happened in March? March? It's in March. Something it's a, happened? It's a lot of bad things that happened on this day. We never talked about that. Hmm. Yeah, we won't. Share one. No, thank you. You brought it up. And I'm saying it was just, it's just a bad day. Um. So, yeah. But other than that, this week has been great. I got a lot of, I made some big moves. Um. Yeah, I've been happy. Been happy. It's been good. It's been good. Like, what kind of drugs? <laughs> if I tell you the drug that I'm taking, whoo Allegedly. Sure. <laughs> I'm not taking any drugs. Allegedly. Sure. Uh- <laughs> But yeah, my week my week's been good. I got a chance to talk to little kids oh, about I my thought career. You were gonna say Lil Kim. I said, did you now? <laughs> if I ever got a chance to talk to Lil Kim, I'd be like, you know, Nikki better than you, right? Yeah, I'm that person. Why would you say that? Because the truth. How to me? How? Because I like Nicki Minaj. But where did she come I she, from? I think she's a better rapper. I think she's a better artist. Oh, okay. Because you wasn't listening to Lil' Kim growing up. 
clearly that I hate that is the weakest argument ever. Did you, you know me and Baylor? Shout out to you, Baylor. Shout out to Baylor. I listened to the episode. And yeah. Oh, he sound he sound like an old nigga to me. No, it sounded like a someone that grew up just the thing the the crazy thing about that conversation is that you're ups- you are arguing the same reason that he's arguing. For sure. That's what's funny. You about grew it. up in this era mm-hmm. where these are these people that are pertinent in this hip hop era that you want to say. One thousand percent soldier boy tell him. Same thing for him. Absolutely. Thing is is that he actually is bringing up legends, icons, people that have inspired the people that you are feeding but into it, today. See, and this is what this is the argument that 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 kills me is like okay you can give credence like you can acknowledge the old people yes we understand tupac and biggie and everybody was great but they aren't the the that's it hip-hop has evolved so you mean to tell me that if that was the gold like if they are the top that mean it could never get any better not true that's, that's but that's what you that's what no you're we're telling you that we're the catalyst of what they are. It, when you're looking at a Nicki Minaj and the the way that she changed the color of her hair, the way that she spit, she, the way that she talked. Like, come on. You can't tell me that she wasn't the, listening to Lil' Kim before she started. Nobody said she wasn't. And that's, the, and that's what people, y'all don't listen. I've always said, and most people say Nicki is just a mixture of Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, and Missy Elliott. She took the best of all three of them and Missy came Elliott together up. because of her creativity and how Missy Elliott was super creative okay. and the way she did her, her videos and shit like that. the okay. way um little kim could rap and had the sex appeal nikki took that my thing is nikki took all those things and blew, and blew it up and became this huge pop icon okay you can't sit here and tell me that someone who had all three things is not better than a person who only has one yes because the only way that she was able to collect those three things because they existed but now take them is- off the board take little kim going Foxy gone, Missy gone. Now what? What okay, is she working off? Take of? away the nigga that first learned how to strum a guitar. That don't mean you don't get Elvis Presley or you don't get the. Why nigga would you even like, use what? him? That makes even no th- sense Elvis to me. Elvis Presley literally took all the music that we created and tried to make it his own. He's not he a didn't good person. Try. To use. He did it. So with, don't even use him as a person. That's even no. Don't do that. It's, but my, this is the thing that like I don't understand about people. Music comes from somewhere, but it doesn't mean that like you can't give respect to the people who started it. You started it and you did phenomenal when you started it. But someone took what you started and made it bigger and they did it a little bit better. Because of your ear. Because the thing about That's it is fine. okay, so you are speaking subjectively. The thing about uh, hip hop evolution is but subjective. The thing about evolution is that there's different decades that cope that correlate with what you're in tune with. Everyone that was listening to music in the nineties and early two thousands may not be feeling what's happening right now. One thousand and the same vice versa. They may not even care for but the to, music back in the day. You're right, such but, as to, but to write somebody off because you disagree with them? I'm not writing them off. No, that's exactly what you just no, did. You, you said you can't sit here and say Nikki is this when Lil Kim did that. I didn't write her off. You I did. just said that she wasn't better. You are you wrote her off. That's you're saying that now. Everyone, even even in our conversation, my conversation with Baylor, he wrote off the 2000s because the 90s is where it all started. 
Where do you think everything stemmed from? Okay, then you could write off the nineties because things started in the eighties. Or mm-hmm. you could write off the eighties because things started no, in the seventies. What? You just ex- you just told me. And the thing is that I think that Nikki's an amazing artist. But you just told me that she is known to be a mixture of those three artists. Yes. Remove those three artists. Where does her music come from? Where does her style come from? Where does it? But that's what I'm saying is that. So when you're telling me that someone is better because they literally took from someone and now has. Because you improved on the design. You know what this explains to you? You don't think Tesla is a better car than a Ford? Of creativity and innovation. You don't think Tesla is a better car than a Ford? You brought up creativity and innovation. For sure. So if in this in this situation, it's not innovation. That is innovation because she took three people who did. Did these things differently mm-hmm. and brought them together and Got made it. something new. Okay, great. I'm happy you love her. If you think, do you think Tesla is a better car than a Ford? No. Why not? Because I don't have one. Let's do you think Tesla is better than a car than Ford? According, uh, yes, actually it is. Have because it's an it? electric car that lasts longer than the original model that is a Ford. And we also know they have incidents and issues. Every so car think, has incidents. So then at that point, why does it make it better? Because it's electric? Because now all no, because, different brands because have electric cars, longer. Greg. Hyundai have electric cars. Like, there's different brands that have okay, electric cars. Okay, so do you think the electric car is better than the oil car? I don't know yet. You? Possibly. <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. Let's say yes for now if what? they just improved on the design, doesn't mean you can't say that this was j- the Ford or the mm-hmm. uh, the oil motor car was good for, for its time. Yeah. But because they are creating these electric engines, yeah. it is a better car. It's just over a better car because it's better. So what's the what are you trying to get at? Because at I, this my point- thing is you can you can give credence to the original thing, but people improve on the design, and you cannot say that when you improve something, it's not better than the original. What I'm telling you is that what you like is what you like, and you can't tell me what you like is better than what I like. I'm, I never did that. You did. No, I said I just think Nikki is a better rapper than and Lil' And I said Kim. I don't, and that conversation should have ended there. It, it could have, but you wrote Nikki off, and you agreed with Baylor saying that I was, that I, because I lived through the 2000s, yes. That I should songs don't he, hit the way that the, you the songs don't hit the way that it's gonna hit for you if you didn't live through them, Greg. That's why. That's you, true. So that's why you are locked into that time frame. No, because those I'm, songs mean something because, to but you. That, for, for me, I don't feel like that's the truth. Only because I can go to both eras and I've listened through um to both eras. But they won't hit the same because uh, if a song hit for you, I it'll hit. How it hit. Because there because could what? be music because that I, I because listen. I was only I talked to you about the Lost Boys. I don't even know what the fuck that and is, and that's what I'm trying to explain to you. I grew up with the Lost Boys. What is and the Lost Boys? Me and my crazy world. Okay. Lights, camera, action. Oh, I know that song. These are songs for me that hit that don't okay. hit for you. Because because I don't know it. No, because you didn't but grow up ju- in the era juicy, where you were playing. Juicy it for. hits for me more because than it's a any commercial song. But it's still hit. in the '90s. Okay, Greg. Like this is uh, like you remember Baylor said B side. You're not even listening to this. What I'm trying to I brought up Dead a, Wrong hits for me more than a many than a whole bunch of other songs in the two thousands. Okay. And now and then That's a B side. So Dead Wrong it came out when? Dead Wrong came out in ninety eight. Who's that? Biggie. 
B-side. Oh, my gosh. Great. Why do you think that? That's why you're locked in on the Biggies and the Jay-Zs of the world. No, that, I know that. that. The that's your ear. That's you're your ear. The, you're your the ears, That's why you don't tune in to Nas. But you're, you're a Biggie and Jay-Z. Now. How? I'm not a Nas fan, so of course I'm not going to listen to Nas. I'm just telling you, and you also didn't grow up in an era where any of the songs really hit unless they were commercial. Okay, but that that how does that that's well, not you, a good So you're argument. saying that you've always been a Biggie fan? Yes. Okay. Why haven't I been? Because you didn't grow up with him. So how'd you get introduced to Biggie? Because the radio. Yeah, and, and then you listen. Then to his I went current, back and I listened back. to all his old exactly. shit. Exactly, but you didn't grow up in an era where that was normal so? for you. And so what I'm trying to say is, I didn't grow up with Marvin Gaye and I didn't grow up with Al Green, but those okay. songs hit. But you grew up in an era where you would have been played. But what hits for you is the early 2000s, the Drakes and the Nicki Minaj, no, the Lil Wayne. Don't hit for me. Okay. You know the music I listen to. Greg, you just told me that Nicki Minaj is the bigger. Okay. But yes, I do think Nicki Minaj and is the better artist. It's because of than, you listen to more albums of hers than Lil Kim. That's not true. I've listened to many Lil Kim albums. How many Lil Kim albums? All of them because you can't just make an argument without having any proof. And you listen to all of them and you're saying that because of your ear, Nicki is better. Yes. And that's law. That's subjective and that, I know it is. So then why are we having this argument? Because that's what people do. No. I'm yes, telling they you that do. you have your opinion and I have mine. And, and people argue their opinions all the time. I I don't what? think it needs to be argued. I think that I can feel that Lil' Kim is the catalyst of why Nicki Minaj is the way she is. We just and had you a can whole believe that she's just of- better just because she's better. Okay. People argue their opinions every day. No. You like to no, argue. Everyone argues their opinion every day. I'm not There's that person. There's people who get paid millions of dollars to argue their opinion every day. And I don't. Day. I'm not that person. But you do argue your opinion every day. With you argue you. your opinion all the time on the pod. With you. Because it's a conversation. That's how conversations work. Or you just like to argue. Or that's how conversations work. Our conversations don't have to be an argument. There is a discussion. Is a discussion not just a low-key argument? I don't know, Greg, but you are on 100, and right now I'm on 72, and I need you to relax. What? Jump into some topics. I've been waiting for that for so long. That makes no sense. Go ahead, Greg. You go first. I don't even know what you chose. Oh, gender chivalry. Do you believe it? I chose your topic. <laughs> you did. Okay. Go ahead. You didn't? Sure. I told you which one I liked. You want to introduce your topic? I want to go home. Okay. Gender chivalry. Do you believe it? Does it still exist? Can you elaborate? What are you asking? What does that mean? What do you think chivalry means? Honestly, don't know. All right, well, Greg, then I'll Google it. Okay. So, according to Oxford Languages, 
Chivalry is the combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight, especially courage, honor, courtesy, justice, and readiness to help the weak. Um, very polite, honest, and kind behavior, especially by men towards women. The system of behavior followed by knights in the medieval period. Do you think women can also be chivalrous? Is chivalrous is just being thoughtful? Sure. No. I think there's ways that men, maybe not now because I don't really see it, uh, that they show chivalry back in the day. Like when it would rain and if you didn't have an umbrella... You would use your coat, or you didn't want her to walk over a puddle, so you put your coat down so she could walk over it, or opening the door when she get out of the car, opening the door when she walks through a d- walks in a room, um, walking on that outside while you're in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, then I don't think chivalry is dead. I don't think it's dead. I think I didn't think it was dead. I think that. Do you still think it happens? And do yeah. you? It does. Well, that's well. I do it. Okay. I can't speak for every other man, but I definitely do. Do you think that's a norm now in 2023? Um. No, because men think they're the prize. <laughs> Y'all gonna keep thinking that. Y'all gonna be by yourselves. Why can't men be the prize? Because if you're the prize, then what are you waiting for? Another prize. You can do prizes can't get together? No. That logic didn't make any sense. Why not? Why can't both why can't both of us be the prize? Why we gotta look at each other? Why we gotta look at ourselves as a prize? We don't we all don't deserve companionship. Absolutely. So why do we have to live with this idea that the woman is the the woman is the prize or even the male is the prize? Because I think that can be ideal and that makes sense. But when you believe that you're a prize and then you're just waiting someone to win you. But it's okay for a woman to think think that way. Why wouldn't she? Why, why can't a man? Because the idea outside if you are a man that's... Oh, open to the idea that women are going to chase you or want you, mm-hmm. you also want the option to choose your partner. Okay. I just don't understand why is that so gender specific. I don't think it's gender specific. I think it's just logic in itself. I think a man deserves his, even though like I don't think women are trophy, but his trophy his acknowledgement of where he is i think a lot of men when it does come to even marrying a woman solidifies where he is in his life and even where he's going i think men wants to be wanted too and that all plays into it that would not be taken away from it it, that's why it ends up being the perfect mate for you the thing is that there will be women that will throw themselves at you there will be women at even certain states in your life where may not be good for you but want you but when you find the woman that fits you is conducive to your life wants to build you see a future with 
that's a prize because everybody doesn't mean that men don't have choices or options. They just realized they got the best of what was out there. That's their prize. Why can't that be the same way for a woman? They got the best for what works for them. And the man that they decide to give the chance to. Okay. So why is it so... I just don't understand why the whole prize thing is so gender exclusive. I don't think it's gender exclusive. I just think that the idea that... You just you literally because I just think that a man calling himself a prize does not what go ahead it doesn't make him more attainable or wanted why not but a woman could call themselves a prize but I don't think women should either but they do I see the thing is is that calling yourself the prize takes away the value from you I don't need to tell you what I am. Fair, I, okay, okay I so my thing is that my person in their self should find the person that they want, and that that should be their prize. I'm not telling you that I'm undervaluing myself, but to walk around to anticipate the idea that someone needs to validate you. No, and that's the problem. If you feel like you need validation, then what's the point? I one thousand percent agree with so you. So that's what I'm saying. So when you acknowledge yourself, like I'm the prize, is that? So until I tell you I that you're actually the I'm prize, not, no, I don't think that of myself. I don't know. He said it a few times. But. I said it as a joke. I don't. I don't. I. I don't care for that. I don't like the whole deity. I don't. Not deity. The whole king and queen thing. I just can't stand it with a king. passion. Hey, king. Don't. No. King. No. Sleep tight, king. Okay, you're gonna keep going. Grand rising, king. Okay. Now, if the if the, if the shoes were reversed. And I started calling something you didn't like to be called. It'd be a whole nother issue. Okay, Kenny. All right. Right now you're at like at a hundred, and I'm like at a cool fifty, and I need you to bring it down a couple notches. Are you mocking me? I don't sound like that. Did I have you? a little bit more bass in my voice. You sound like this. <laughs> I guess whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just. I just want the the whole prize thing. I don't agree with it. Me personally, I just don't, I don't care for it. I don't agree with that. Um, but it is very gender spe- um specific. I don't think it is. Now, I think initially the thing is is that because we hear don't put pussy on a pedestal, right? Oh, like but we also understand that men want even though I know you don't like the word they're queen they want the woman that is for them they don't sure. want the woman for the streets I think I think today women are the same way I agree the thing is is that it's about perspective and why that word became a, a thing mm-hmm. why do I need to tell you my worth in order for you Steve to confirm Harvey. my worth in order no cuz Steve Harvey told you your actions will show somebody your worth how you carry yourself will show somebody your worth not what you say i can tell you that i'm a millionaire i'm living my best life and i'm a bum living on the street doesn't change anything it's what you believe Steve Harvey said women are the prize okay he did okay Steve Harvey Harvey has made it hard out here to be a man. Why? Because some of the shit he be spewing, I don't know. I don't really. Give me an example. Like, mm, 
I'm not good with examples. Actually, I just saw this clip. Mm-hmm. Um, on he was I don't know if it was during Family Feud, but it was it was he was on the Family Feud stage. Okay. Um, and it was something. I'm gonna mess this up. I'm not gonna do this to myself. Um, I'm gonna find it. And I'll and I'll tell you later. But he 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 be saying some things to me that's just out of pocket. Like um, the way that he puts women on a pedestal. Um, I believe women are great, and I do believe there's a. I, I believe women are stronger than we give them credit for. I believe. Um, yeah, I, I I I do believe that women are just great individuals, one thousand mm. percent. Um, but I don't think sometimes some of the things that Steve says, it sounds like he wants men to lower themselves because a woman should be higher than them. I don't get that. I don't. I don't see your logic in what you're explaining to me. What's up with you? Just questioning my logic all episode. Because <laughs> he, but what? Some sometimes it comes across that he believes that in order to keep a woman or to get a good woman, a man needs to be submissive to the woman. In a sense. I haven't heard him say that. Is there an example that he has? I don't. I can't give. I said it just sounds like the way he. Okay. Some of the things that he say. And, and so when you say that's what I'm saying. Like I just needed like it was an example of a man being submissive to a woman. I think him. the whole um, think like a what is it? Act like a woman. Think like a woman. Act like a man. Thing. Like if you some of the some of the things in that no, um, I think in it's that think book like a man act like a woman. I thought it was act like a. What? Think like a yeah. That's what I thought I said. No, Did I say no. it in reverse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but some of the things in that book just doesn't make sense to me either. Okay, like um, just the the whole notion, yeah, pretty much the whole notion of like you need to make sure that you got to do everything in your power to make sure that the woman is good. I don't believe that. Like what? You don't just just take that. You need to do everything in your power to make sure that your woman is good. I don't believe that. I don't believe that you don't believe that. I, but I don't. Okay, so what is an example of what you won't do to make sure your woman is There's good? There's a lot. I won't compromise my morals for nobody. He said that? But that's what it feels like. That's what it sounds that's like. That's what I'm saying. saying. I think that he's probably like, not saying that verbatim. He's not. But that's, but that's what, what it sounds took. like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's why. Every book is up into interpretation. You can't say he said my, you go just, kill somebody because she wants you to go kill somebody. You, just, you should do it. You just you just said. I asked you for an example, but you. You're, I just I, I I one. I told you I can't give you any example verbatim. I, just, I said what I took away from it. Okay. Okay. I just I don't really see. I wish I would have had a better example of what a what a man needs to do to be submissive to a woman, but. I just think he also, you have to understand what era he grew up in, where even just getting the woman was one thing, and then being able to build a family. Social media and the in the era that we're in has taken away men being, men courting women, men taking the time to want to get to know them. It's like, we fucking or not. Like, things are so much different when, you just 
took a week and a half just to get my number. Now you could just slide in my DMs. You're already peeking at my videos. Even the idea of even trying to want to take me out on dates. You take me on date two. You trying to bust my ass. It's, it's just so different. And I think that although, like, I don't agree with everything with Steve Harvey, it's just allowing women to kind of catch up with the times because it was different when you feel like you didn't have to be this woman that all the other women on social media is now willing to be. There's no more of this mystery. If I'm not putting out, guess what? He's going to meet somebody tomorrow that's probably going to put out. And now I don't have no nigga. That's where we are now. Before, he would wait. I don't know. Want to talk to me? What are you talking about? What do you mean? That's not every man. I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking about in general and how social media. I don't media, think that's in general either. Greg, and I'm sorry because your experiences have been different. And unfortunately, I can't even, I don't even want to speak your experiences in general, but you haven't really been outside like that. Okay. And so, and for you to even know that you actually even been married mm-hmm. is definitely different outside like okay. that. And you are a man. So sure. guess what? You get to choose off the show. Oh so if you gosh. decide that you want to be in a relationship today, Greg, guess what? You can be in relationships so today, you. Greg. Nah. You can. Nah, it sound good. No, you can. Nah, it sound good. I can tell you, hey, you Blue, I want to be in a relationship can. with you today. You can. Does not mean that's going to happen. It is. Okay. It does. It 1,000%. Right. Just, this, is, this is the thing that irks me. Right. It's like you think that. Um, yes, I can. You think I could go to any chick and just be like, hey, relationship? And she's going to say yes because a man asked her, no, that is not the case. Not the that's not what I'm saying. But then what are you saying? Because it's not the truth. I'm saying that, Greg. Literally, shout out to Mr. Ramani. It could be a numbers game for you. Not saying that that's who the person mm-hmm. that you are, but literally, three women can say no. But another woman will say yes. And as long as you get a woman, and not saying again you, mm-hmm. as a man, you've, you've accomplished your goal. And I, I think in today. It's not the same for it, women. I believe it is. Okay. I think if you, if you decide to say, hey, I want to be in a relationship with you, it can happen. Mm. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to be in a relationship with you, and you're going to be in a relationship with no one. <laughs> what? That's why you have to ask them when you're dating them. Are you in a relationship? Most of the time, they would say no. Then you follow up with, "Is anyone in a relationship with you?" And sometimes the conversation is different. Not saying that I experienced that recently. Just saying it happens. Like how you say my timeline is different. <laughs> I just. It's I always going to be different, Greg. You were married and then you weren't. And then you decided sure. where you're going. So it's different. We I have lived polar opposite lives. We have. So your idea or whatever you may have missed out. And maybe you introduced yourself depending on the time frame. I don't think I've missed out on anything. Yeah, you missed out on the bullshit. Sure, if you think I have. Greg, I was in it. While you was over there, I was 
still your, in the trenches. Your definition of bullshit, my definition of bullshit could be different. You're right, because you're a man and you get to choose off the shelf. So. And you're a woman and you think you can't choose off the shelf. That's it's the difference. It's not that I can't choose off the shelf. You, 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 that's exactly what you just said. Mm-mm. It's just the fact that it's not, it's not the same type of vibe when I'm choosing off the shelf than when you're choosing off the shelf. Because mm, when I'm choosing off the shelf, what? You decide that you want to commit to this person. So you can't choose that you want to decide to commit to someone. Yeah, that don't mean it is vice versa. And it doesn't mean that they're going to commit to me either. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? I don't get it. You make this is you're you're making it gender specific again. No, but you're more prone to propose to a woman than I am proposed to a man. Yeah, th- th- that's that's society. No, that's you. Oh, that's society. And I'm talking about me. I'm talking about specifically just us as You're talking about us as, in, as people, right? As individuals. Okay, cool. Yes, I would you definitely. You are more prone to go. So the sure. person that you're choosing, you're most likely, even if that's not the case, mm-hmm. will be prone to ask them to marry them. Okay. Okay. For me, I'm not. I can choose you. I'm not asking you to marry but, me. But, you're, but that's a choice. Okay. That's not a choice? Okay. Yeah. For both of us. It is. Yep. Because I could choose not to marry anybody. You're right. I could choose not to ever propose again. You're right. But you always have that option too. And you always have the option to choose to propose too. Ah, uh, okay. You're you're living by society rules. I'm not. I'm just living by how I feel about it. It's not about society. What if 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 you want to be married, right? Okay. And you are with someone, mm-hmm. right? And they say they want to be married. Mm-hmm. And y'all both have this understanding that y'all want to be married. You're still going to wait for him to propose to you. Why not? Why Why can't you propose to him if you know he wants to be married too? Why? Why does Why he wouldn't be- you? Because you want to be married. But doesn't he want to be married too? So if there's, a, if there's a clear understanding that you both want to be married, why do you need to wait for him to propose to you? Why can't you propose to him? Because we have a clear understanding that we, I want to be married. Because you because society dictates that the man needs to propose to you. No, because I dictate that I want the man. I want anybody that decides that they want to be to me to commit to me. Why? Because that's what I he want. Is, he has committed to you. How? By saying he wants to marry you. How? But he didn't and ask you me. Said that you, and you committed to him. Right now you're on equal playing field. No, then that means we just got married. No, that's that, that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying. Right now you're on equal playing field. Um, old boy said, Gigi, you know, I would love to marry you someday. Gigi says, Oh boy, I would love to marry you someday. Right now, y'all are both here. So, but now how we didn't know what day you, that is. Huh? My day could be Tuesday, his day could be Thursday. It doesn't matter. My thing is you right now you're both here. This is where you both are. And if you say no. because now because it's up to you. No. You're the one saying no. you got to propose to me in order for us to get married. That's, yeah. okay. that's that's what you're saying. Okay. It's March, by the way. That's fine. Look at the okay. So that's February. It's March on the first couple of days at the end of the calendar. It's thanks for letting people into my house. No, I ain't changed my calendar. Thanks a lot. Back to chivalry. Yeah. Do you think women can be chivalrous? Um. Yes. Okay. Um. Because, well, I guess in the sense, I guess in the definition sense, no. But I think chivalry and and just being kind is the same thing. I think it's being considerate. Yeah, I think Um, it's the same thing. I think that, uh, like, 
So a man might be opening the door for a woman, but say in a car, if I'm not driving, if he opens my car door first, I will open his car door. Like I will lean over and make sure like it's unlocked or I would like at least like yeah. try to reach over and open it. For sure. Or if I, and I don't, this is what I consider chivalrous in the end. Like if we went out to a cookout or dinner, no, not cookout. I want to say cookout. Dinner, I don't need to serve you. But if we ever went to like an establishment where food would need to be served to you and I had to go get it, I will always make sure you ate first. That's nice of you. But I got that from my dad. Like I I would serve him and then Mm -hmm. I could live my best life. So Knowing that, like, when I'm with my man, especially if he's, like, not familiar with the area, I would always make sure, like, and for the most part, I probably would know what he would like to eat anyway. Make his plate, make sure he's good, and then make my plate. I think that depends on the the situation. Like, if we're at my family stuff, I would serve her. But if we're at your family stuff, I would expect you to serve I'll serve you on both, as long as you let me. Because at this point, I already know what you eat. And for my man, he don't need to get up unless it's for whatever personal things. If it has to do with food, I'm Mm -hmm. taking care of that. I'll make sure I got your beverage, your napkin, your plate, your utensils. Baby, you good? Do you you want some extra shrimp? I'll get you some extra shrimp. And that's it. But no, you don't have to get up for that. That's fine. And I wouldn't even feel embarrassed either, even if it's family house, because at this point in time, I already know what you like from them. If I feel even like if it's the first time? If I'm comfortable with serving you? No. If it's the first time and I've never served you, I would ask you what you want. Like, if it's the first time you meet his family? I'm still going to ask you what you want. Oh, really? That's dope. Yeah, because for me, it's your family. That's They're not looking for you to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even moving for them, but because that's who I am, unless you say no. But for the most part, I'm proactively making sure my man eat, and then I eat. That's dope. Especially because of the first line, because, you know, your man eat a lot, you want to get him to get all the good stuff first, because then after that, it might be depleted by the time, second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has to eat first. Um, what else have I done? Other chivalrous things that I think that might be chivalrous. I'm a little quite chivalry in women. Uh, hmm. Yeah, because obviously you think about a knight, but a knight, the woman version of a knight is a dame. Okay. So it's still like they still kind of have the same concept. They just happen to be alternate genders. Ooh, what was that? I think because... Is borderline servant. No, it's not. I think I feel like it is. No, because I just explained to you how I feed my. No, man. I understand. Like you, you're right. I think what you, I think what you would do for your man, I think is cool, and I would like that to be done for me too. I'm not saying that it would, um, but in another context, it could, it could feel like servant. No, I don't, and I think that's where it becomes 2023. Because the things that you would do for someone that you care for should not be labeled as something as a servant. It's literally just a selfless act that you know that you could honestly do for yourself and they can do, but you choose to do for them. Mm -hmm. Just like the idea of men opening a door for a woman. She could open the door herself, but the idea that I'm here and I'm able to take that away, why not? 
You could get up and get your you own food. Because you want equality. That's not about equality. And that's the thing about being chivalrous. It's not that you can't do it. It's that I want to do it for you. You can go and pick out all the food you want. But guess what? I want you to go go parlay with your individuals, family members, or whatever. And let me feed you. You and want a man to good. order your food at a restaurant? Yes and no. Sometimes I'm on the same time. But time, if this is the restaurant we go to, and you know my go-to, be great. Mm -hmm. But if it's a new restaurant and I don't know what I like yet, don't order for me. Because I might not want the steak and lobster today. I might do something different. I might not do the chicken or the salmon. So if you went to a restaurant, like this is a restaurant that he frequents often. And he's like, um, you should really, you know what, let me order for the table. You want to go for that? Like appetizers and stuff like that? No, just order all, all the food for the table, like everything. Oh, I'm okay with that. Because okay. then at that point, we're just sharing things and we're trying stuff, and I'm open to that. But if it's like you have your entree, mm -hmm. and she's like, she's going to have the halibut. I'm like, no, I'm not having the halibut. <laughs> I don't want that. I want some chicken. No, I don't like that. Um, but like I said, if it's a spot that we go to frequently, and you know my go-to... Be open to it. Go be great. And even if you give me the head on, babe, you want the, go ahead, order it. I just feel like that's acknowledgement. Because get, even if you might think you know what I wanted today, it might be one of those days when you don't. I might want to try something new. I might want to put it in my butt. It might be different. It happens. Okay. Just, you just got to be open to new experiences. Don't assume that I want the halibut. Don't assume she don't want anal. <laughs> topic, Greg? Sure. So my topic is, would you want your significant other to defend you against your appearance? What's the scenario? They just talking crazy. Out, mm, I could give you a good scenario. Give me a good scenario. Because um, I've been in a situation like that. Like, well, you're, in a situation, you just grew up a certain way. Your parents talk to you a certain way, just overtly honest, even though they or they just don't care for your feelings, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And now you are. I'm gonna go full blown married. Mm -hmm. And your husband is there And they are still Like they're just talking to you Like how they would normally talk to you um, Would you want them to defend you? Only if that's my husband Okay If it's anything else You gotta let me ride that out That's my family You may or may not be temporary And you saying anything Will help or hurt your situation at this moment And so whatever is happening Is happening But as my husband mm -hmm. I have understood that you've seen this mm -hmm. Happening And you've already understood My inside thoughts Because of our little pillow talk at home And now you've had enough Now the degree I don't want it to get violent. I don't want it to get disrespectful. Um, but for the most part, I would want to handle it. But in your scenario, it sounds like this person can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And their person has to step in for them. Mm -hmm. But the only way that I will allow my husband, my person to speak for me is if they're my husband. You cannot speak for me if you're my boyfriend. You cannot speak for me if you're my fiance. You have to be my husband. I think... 
Well, I disagree. Oh, I obviously. Um, and I thought about this um just as a father of a daughter. Mm. Right. So you want somebody to check you? If I'm talking out of line, if you feel like I'm like I'm just. I would never say anything to intentionally hurt my daughter's feelings. You don't know that because my thing no, is. No, I know I will no, never. No, my thing is, Greg, and I apologize how this is going to come off. It's not what your intentions are. It's what you can say that can happen. Right? That's still intentional. No, because, because of what you're saying, because I'm not your daughter, I'm, th- I'm thinking about your daughter's mm-hmm. person, I can automatically think that it's an attack. Not because I think they're a bad person. It's because gotta, how it's let me perceived finish, though. Let me and finish. my experiences. Let me finish what I was about to say, though. Okay. I would never say anything intentionally to hurt my daughter. That someone would take as that. Now, way. like you said, pillow talk. What I, like, if my daughter has said to me, um, like, if, if I said something that I didn't know mm-hmm. that hurt her feelings, but you knew. That it hurt her feelings, I would expect you to say something. Because you know something that I don't know. Understood. And there's a way you can say that respectfully. How come your daughter can't talk to you about it? For for various reasons. God complex, parent complex. Understood. Like it happens, it happens every day. And would you as a parent, when would be the moment where you would respect their feedback? Who would they have to be? Um, the they would need to be in a long term relationship. About to be married, married uh, at that. It depends on what their views are on marriage. To be honest with you, because maybe they don't believe in marriage, but they believe in just being together. Oh, you mean like your daughter and everything? Well, we talked about marriage. That's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, for sure. No, but I yes, you're right. If you're married, absolutely, you have. Okay. Every what about right. a boyfriend? It depends on how long they've been together. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna. My thing is that you're right. I can't discount someone's feelings about my relationship with my child. Mm-hmm. My thing is that I have my relationship with my child. For sure. And at that point, I want my person, what I would want, instead of them addressing it outside of they're my husband, is to have a conversation with me and to encourage me to have the dialogue with my parents. For sure. Because the thing is, is that he can speak for me. But that doesn't change the dynamic of what's actually happening. I need to change something. For sure. You might want to check my dad or my mom. But the thing is that the problem was never you. It was because I haven't been able to check. But the thing is, if if you see now, I'm going to just speak for myself. Okay. if I see that, like we're we're in a conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. And. Your parents say something to you and you just instantly start breaking down and crying mm-hmm. because I know what this means to you. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell I'm going to sit there and watch you cry. Understood. Like who do, if if any nigga that is dating my daughter and sees that I or my or her mother or anybody that we're with say something that and she just starts crying in front of everybody because of something we said mm-hmm. and you sit there and just let it happen get the fuck out i respect that <coughs> but at the same time there's i just think there's this there's a respectful way to go about it i'm not saying you need to be like hey yeah. yo my boy what the fuck you do 
Like, no. I get that, but it's just... See, the thing is, is that you speaking... I'm I'm just using the scenario. Mm-hmm. Using, you speaking for me does not correct it. Even if it shed lights to my parents, doesn't change the conversations that when you're not around it, it still happens. Oh, I'm not doesn't saying... Change it's anything. not correct. So, I'm just so you're saying... just saying that at that moment, you should, like... Stand up and be by your person. Yes, like I hey, get that. Hey, Miss, a a a Mister Nelson. I understand, like you probably not intentionally trying to hurt your daughter, but you are clearly hurting her. I think you should stop. Understand. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's a problem with that. I haven't had a scenario like that, but I have had a scenario where I was with my person and we went for Thanksgiving, and actually it was my family that was disrespecting him, like. Made him feel like he was an outcast, like he wasn't supposed to be there. And that really took me back. But I checked them. Mm-hmm. I spoke because I saw that he was going to respond. And I also understood is that I can't control someone's response once they feel offended. Mm. Especially a man. Maybe a woman, they might give you a little bit of water down. But a man will tell you, fuck you and suck his dick real quick. That's if you catch true. him. I'm... Greg, if if someone overtly disrespects you, that's not how I respond. I'm not telling you. I'm saying that a man that has his manhood's been challenged. I even felt like he should have responded, but because I knew that the way that he could have responded, I responded. Okay. I, just, I, mm-hmm. I was in a space where I needed to let all them niggas know that this person is with me. You're not going to disrespect someone that is with me because you disrespecting them is disrespecting me. And if that's the case, then I won't be here and I will remove myself. You won't do that in my presence. Now, would he have said it the same way I said it? Maybe not. Would he have put hands on somebody? Possibly. But I wasn't going to let that happen. And so... I could definitely understand that, but for me, if I'm ever around a space where I feel like my person's ever been, I'm going to say something. I haven't been in a space where I feel like my person needed to speak up for me, but I can see, again, if it had to happen, you have to be my husband. You can't just, no. Because I don't think I would allow myself to be that vulnerable about someone that's in my life like that and allow that circumstance to happen. Mm-mm. I get you. I just think, yeah. You know what? That's not true. I have a whole story, but I don't want anyone to do it. But that's not true. That is not true. But I still don't think that my person having a conversation with my parents would have. It will hit the way that they think it's going to hit. I've done it. And you know what? I think it depends on the relationships that you had. Makes sense for you. I think it depends on how you decide to, to handle it. Like, I'm not. If you go at it combatively and being belligerent, then yes, it comes across as disrespectful and rude. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a disrespectful and rude person. Parents love me. Yeah, my mom likes me. I haven't met one parent that didn't like me. Not a one. You can go, point them out. I'm a charmer. Um, But yeah, I think there's a way you go about saying like, hey... This isn't cool. Agreed. So, yeah, that was my topic. That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> New dialogue. All right. I want to know, like, if I touch that, how would I do it with it's not seen like it? Um... 
don't know. Grant. It's all right. We're at, we're at new dialogue. Anyway. Thank you for making it through this episode with us. Because I didn't think I was going to make it up. If Gigi puts on his front. She does this professionally. She's okay. Um, welcome to New Dialogue. New Dialogue is just a part of the show where we just have a little conversation about something that we found interesting this week. Who would like to start us off? Like, there's a whole bunch of people in the room. Uh, my new dialogue. Indeed. Do you believe in, like, not even like like telekinesis like do you believe that when you are so like in tune with someone you could feel them one thousand percent like you believe that i believe that too like i feel like there are times in my lives where i'm so like connected to someone where i'm thinking about them and they may be texting me or i was thinking about them and i reached out to them they're like i was just thinking about you or I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do, and all of a sudden you get a text, but you'd be like, how did you know I was here? I think that's, like, something that you can't explain. And I think that's so dope, because it's like, and maybe I even think about it with my dog, like, how I'm so connected with Carly. Like, me and her, we could run the world. She literally, like, is in tune with me. You should re-listen back to this and just say that you want a dog well, the way that the world is working, that's probably going to be the best pet that we have at this point. We have humans working, and all we do is get into war, spend money, lose money, and we're not making no money. So let's trust it to dogs. They just want to be happy, shit, and be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... that's you used to talk about you and your dog would be on the same wavelength. That's not what I said. <laughs> Definitely. Is. That's not. That's not what you I said. You talk about. I'm just saying that, like, I there's certain people. people. Yes, like, you know, like when you're around someone or you're connected or you have chemistry, like, it's interesting when you think about them. And this is, has been just sparking lately, mostly, and it's probably something that I've always known. But I've just been in spaces where I'm just like, you know, I was just thinking about you and you popped up or I literally saw something and made me think about you and you popped up. Like, it's literally just synchronicity in its best form. This that reason alone is why I don't have a lot of friends, because I feel when people aren't well, like I know it. That's why you don't call my phone. What? How? I know why. Thank you. You're amazing. I can't stand you. I'm kidding. I don't even know what the title of this episode is. Oh my gosh. That's what it should be. Oh my gosh. Mm. Right there. Mm. That's not the title of the episode. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the main reason why I don't have a lot of friends. Because I can really feel when people aren't doing well. And it weighs on you. I feel that way too, but that's my issue because I happen to tap into even people that I'm not friends with. No, not me. And that's what drains me <laughs> because not it's me. different when I'm tapping into people that I know because I know that energy, even if they down, will eventually be reciprocated because they're going to be up. Those are my niggas. 
But when I go in and I start tapping into the universe and I start dealing with people that just have that energy and I'm never getting anything back, it drains the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I am not okay. I realize that I need to like take a couple of days because you may need more. Mm-hmm. I may need more than I thought I did just by having a conversation with you. Yeah. I never realized that. No, I agree with you. I do. Because it's, it's different. Like, there's this woman that was crying at this ball. And it wasn't even like she was crying in front of me, but her body language let me know that she wasn't okay. So I reached out. Like, I was just like, hey. You know, I wanted to get her a drink. And we just got into a conversation. And I would have moved my seat. We weren't that. And she just kind of explained to me, like, you know, like her kids was kind of stressing her. And she just kind of going through a lot at this moment. And I was just like... Wow, there's some women that wish they could even have women with stressors. There's there's some women that, you know, would have yearned for your issues. But that doesn't take away how you feel. It doesn't take away from your experience. Mm-hmm. And sometimes having a conversation with someone outside and that's not biased or putting... Um, what is the word mirroring their trauma onto you and just giving you perspective on like shit is gonna be ugly sometimes specifically with children in their adolescent years because they're still trying to figure out their lives and their identity outside of you that's the one thing like rebellion doesn't happen because they need it to happen it's just that their whole lives all they known is to be the person that you wanted them to be and now they have a moment to try to figure themselves out and it kind of goes against the person sometimes you want them to be because they're trying to figure it out and i explained that to her and she was so happy but it drained the shit out of me because i realized i took the time to Talk listen to and understand and Although she was able to walk away happy. Did you walk away happy? I was more empty than I was when I met her. But that's a me thing. It's actually the conversation that we have. Mm -hmm. There's certain things where I can't always put on other people because I decide Mm -hmm. to do it. I can't sit here and tell her she's wrong because I wanted to have the conversation with her and now I'm drained. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. I just have to learn from that. Should have moved your seat. Mm Mm-mm. I think that this sounds crazy, y'all. And call me narcissist if you want to. I think that the world needs to experience me. Excuse me? Yes. I think that I really do, even if it's one interaction, I truly believe, even like what I'm doing now, like when I'm meeting these strangers, when I'm meeting these clients, they literally have shown me I make a difference even if it's just a conversation on the phone, how I make people feel, the way that they make them laugh. I've had some clients want to hug me and I didn't even provide a service. I just told I just scheduled you. And there and and that's when that's that moment when I realized like you special. You have something. You have something that Anybody that interacts with you leaves with something. Now, does that mean that's conducive to me? But I know that I I never leave anybody with nothing when they need me. So, the podcast. I'm about to play my titties. I don't want to do that. I'm ready to go 
Um, At least you call us buddies because you're narcissistic too. I said buddy. Buddy? Bunny. Bunny? B-U-N-N-Y. Why? Why you call me that? You're narcissistic. I don't think I'm narcissistic. <laughs> think I'm narcissistic? Let's keep going. This I is the end of the episode. I don't even like to be the center of attention. I don't. Okay. Tell me I'm narcissistic. So because you don't want to be the center of attention doesn't mean that you don't care about how people care about you. Certain people I do. I think that you think there's different levels of narcissism. There's people that need to be in the spotlight. There's, there's people that everything. understand that the spotlight is not where the power is. How am I narcissistic? I'm not doing this right now. Why not? Because I need to. I wonder. I don't think I'm narcissistic at all. I I think I'm far from narcissistic. What do you think that you are? I think I'm a very selfless person. You don't think you think about yourself? No. Okay. In 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 some ways, yes. I'm not gonna say in every situation I think about myself. No. In fact, I put myself. I put other people above me all the time. So if you think that way and you accept the fact that I'm saying that I'm narcissistic and you know, I don't even I think you're that, narcissistic. So my thing is that Greg. Okay, then that's where we are. What? You agreed that I was narcissistic and then I I said that as a joke. I don't think you're narcissistic at all. Oh, okay. I think I have a little bit of narcissism in me. Uh, okay. I love me. That's fine. And I love that people love me. And I can't help that. What you just did was a non was a non-narcissistic thing. Why? Because you gave your time and energy to a stranger. But that narcissism is understanding. Okay. I'm gonna give you an Narcissism, which we can also do the Googles, whatever. But narcissism is understanding the in pe- individuals around you and how you are able to, quote unquote, manipulate them in order for them to be what you want them to be for you. So narcissism sometimes comes off as the overachiever or the person that's always there because they understand that those people that they're doing it for allegedly is gonna do that 10 times back yeah that's i don't think that's that's not who i am but i'm just saying like when i'm trying to explain to you that narcissism doesn't always come off of the me 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 it actually it it, and, and when you think about the why when you think about the what and and how ends up just being about them but it usually narcissism goes around everything. It makes them feel like they're the, they're everything for everybody, but realizing it it's only for a purpose so people could be for them. Yeah. Again, not saying that's who we are. I just think that I, I think just love me. And I think that people love me the way that I love them, even though they're playing that way. That's where I get my I also think narcissism is delusional. Delusionism, if that's even a word. Yeah. I, can, I don't I think I'm that. delusional at all. I know how I affect people. Mm. So you do it on purpose. Well, th- everything I do is intentional for the most part. So you fuck with me on purpose. You know this. You're a piece of shit. Man. Let's move on, Greg. You want to let them know how they can find you wow. and how they can My find you dialogue us. Is oh yeah, I forgot. Damn. Always about her. Narcissistic. My new dialogue is me. Yo, Bella called me Rookie of the Year podcasting. Mm. I don't know who's playing, but I felt really, I felt really excited about that. I was like, ah! Bailey, you see ah, how you got this thing ah, in his? Ah, 
she dancing because you said that. You Baylor. You changed Yo. the game for this man. For real. You let Yo. him know that he's potting. Yo, I felt with transparency. See, you just gotta ruin moments. I'm not ruining moments. You are. Because you don't pot with the transparency? I do. I think I do. So, why did you think I ruined the moment? Because you're being a dick. Or maybe he wasn't being transparent, and I don't have a dick. So, how about that? That's the episode. I don't have a dick. How about that? That's a long title. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I I felt really uh that was cool. It was a pat on the back, you know, cool. like especially knowing that Baylor has been potting for about seven, eight, a decade now, and so like what he does is really what he does. It's not just on some oh it's a thing. So when someone is serious in their craft and they can see the greatness in you. Hi, fam, one-on-one. Shout-outs to Baylor. Shout-outs to Shan. Shout-outs to Greg. Shout-outs to Drake. I love y'all. I love my pod fam. Not you, Greg. There's another Greg. Shout-outs to you, Baylor. Appreciate it. I love you, Baylor. And done. Greg, this is the second time you ain't tell the people that you was... Happy that they stayed with us. I did. I said thank you for making it to the end Don't of the show care. with us. Let, you, let them know how they can find you and how they can find us. Find me. Don't. You don't even. Just go. Dude. 2000s. Um, if you can find me on Twitter at Greg Nelson 26. Oh, and Instagram because my name is my brand. Mm. Greg Nelson 26. Follow the pod on Your- Twitter, Instagram. TikTok, Linktree, all that shit at just a combo underscore pod. Just a combo underscore pod. What up, though? Detroit. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Detroit. What up? Mm-mm. Okay. And you can find me, my amazing individuals, on Twitter at GCarly7. And that's G Q A R L Y and the number seven. If you forgot today, if someone didn't tell you today, if you spent your day listening to somebody talk about somebody else today, I want you to know, Fred, don't fret. Just go be great. G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-